Beer and Chill Podcast for, for, for life. And welcome to another episode of Beer and Chill... Oh wait, sorry, let me do that again. Welcome to the part 2 of our Assassin's Creed special series <laughs> for episode. <laughs> hey, Craig, how are, you doing? how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Um, just, you know, you didn't put the... In- uh, I, had a, I had an intro ready, so I'm just going to pretend you didn't ask me that. Alright. Yes, Jan, it's me. It's me. My <laughs> favourite assassin is Ezio Aditori. It's me. It's Craig E.C. How you doing, Jan? I'm, now I'm blown away by your amazing intro. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but but yeah. no, to answer your question, I'm I'm doing pretty good. Um, it's my birthday coming up in a couple of days. Um, I'm very excited. And well, but I'm not going to ask for much for my birthday this year. But what I do want, um, people listening to this show, it would be an amazing birthday present to me if you were to like go like us on Instagram, go share us, tell your grandma about us. Um, Especially your grandma. You know. Log on to your, log on to your mum's phone, steal a phone off her, and listen to our episodes on there to give us more hits. Just do whatever you can. We love you guys, and we just want more people to hear the show. So, that, if you if you love us, which I hope you do, um, that would be an amazing birthday present for me. It'd just be two minutes of your time to you know hit us up on social media and share us about the place. So, thank you. And after that, it's my birthday, so you can do it again. So we can do it all again. <laughs> and day after, my girlfriend's got birthday as well, so we can do it all over again. We're gonna be famous. And then, <laughs> the birthday, and then Christmas, and just all year round share. But Ooh. please, honestly, we love you guys, and we'd love to. We'd love to get to more of your drums. So, all right, let's let let us help you. We have to we have to continue because we have lots to talk about today. Because this is like yeah. I said before, this is a part two of our Assassin's Creed series, where we gotta talk all Assassin's Creed eras, all Assassin's Creed games. But we're gonna talk about Assassin's Creed Three till a rogue. And before we start, Greg, uh, I sent you a video of this amazing video on YouTube where, oh, it's called, like, Assassin's Creed Generation, something like that, where this guy, he composed, like, all this theme song from all the games, and he made it, like, one yep. game, you know? Like, sorry, one song, yeah. one theme song, and it's absolutely breathtaking. So, like, if, if you are a fan of Assassin's Creed, I would really recommend that. What was the one that gave you goosebumps? You know, when you heard it, play it. Uh, the well, so what's quite clever about the video is it's not in order. It's not like it doesn't go like Assassin's Creed one, two, three, blah, blah. So it's all out of order. So when you listen to it, you're just like, oh, when you hear the song yeah, yeah, coming, yeah. and it definitely, um, for me, the the Ezio, I think it's called like Venetian rooftops or Venice rooftops. It's like the um, the the Assassin's Creed Assassin's Creed two theme. And just when that that comes out, quite it's quite a low bit, and then it just starts building up, and it's just oh, that's the yeah. one that's like. Wow, that's a good Assassin's Creed. Uh, what about you? What's your favorite one? Uh, I mean, uh, obviously, it was the yeah. The first was the origins, you know, how it's got the. I really love the theme song. Yeah. How it goes, you know, like do 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 do, you know, in the background. And when yeah, I yeah, heard yeah. that, I was like, oh, I had like goosebumps, you know, and I remember the game, you know, and the silhouette of uh, what was his name? Bayek just show up, you know. I was like, oh shit! It was actually the, the second one. And then, then just the black flag, you know, like everything stops, and now you can hear the violin. Yeah. You know, it's brilliant. I really love that, and you can see how this music, you know, how it's memorable, how it's, uh, you know, like how the composers put their heart, their how they did their work very good. You know, what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it's like all the theme songs are just cinematic, and that you can see like how people who are working on Assassin's Creed they. They are very trying to be to make something special for each and every one of us. So if you want to if you want to check the video, the name of the video is Assassin's Creed: The Complete Saga Anthem, and it's by a YouTuber called Riftly. Um, the video has been watched two point seven million times, and I imagine about two million of them is just Jan. But... <laughs> 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 All right, so let's start the first game. <laughs> Hey, I'm Nick. And I'm Allie. Do you like horror? What's your favorite scary movie? We are the hosts of the Horgasm Podcast. We're two Canadians who love everything about horror. 
we review and discuss different horror movies every Thursday. Come join us as we talk about upcoming horror films and news, or anything that pops into our heads. The Horrorgasm Podcast is on all major podcast apps, as well as YouTube. We can't wait to give you a horrorgasm. Or multiple horrorgasms, if you're ready for it. <laughs> Ooh, I like the sound of that. So go check us out. You won't regret it. Hello there. I'm Satsunami, a variety streamer on Twitch. Recently I've been playing games like Red Dead Redemption 2, Fall Guys, and the widely beloved Sonic 06. If that sounds like your cup of tea, then you can find me on Twitch, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube under the name Satsunami42. As always, stay safe, stay awesome, and most importantly, stay hydrated. And welcome back everyone, and let's not waste any time, let's start with Assassin's Creed 3. That's Assassin's Creed 3, man. What's your, what's your, what do you think about Assassin's Creed? Like, what, what are your thoughts about the game? Just the general thoughts? Oh, it's... Assassin's Creed 3 is a weird one for me. Like, there's a lot of stuff to like about it. It did a lot of cool new things. It tried to do a lot of new things, and I think it maybe... I don't know. Overall, it's hard to... It's a hard one to talk about, actually. Uh, I feel like I'm just talking in circles here. <laughs> Basically, I liked that they tried a lot of things. Unfortunately, a lot of things they tried were a bit weird. Um... People say that it's like very, very underrated. You know, like it's not my opinion. Mm. I think that that title belongs to the different game, but I'm gonna talk about that game today. But people say it's very underrated because it's not like well received between the fans. I mean, yeah. I I can see why, but we gonna talk about it later. But that theme song is absolutely amazing. It's so cinematic, you know what I mean? Just we just heard it a minute ago. Do 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 do. It's so brilliant, you know. I I listen to it in the gym. I listen when I when I clean dishes. It's absolutely brilliant. The game looks very awesome till this day. Yeah, it's a great looking game. I, I remember when the first came out, and I was just blown away by the graphics. The game looks absolutely stunning till this day, which is crazy if you like how old the game is. Mm. I was still I was still in elementary school when the game was released like it's very old it doesn't look like it but it's a very old game <laughs> what you do made you... me feel really old there by saying that by saying <laughs> it came out when you were in school and i was like oh man it came out when i was i was leaving uni i think <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh would you 2012 i just remember it was 2012 there you go uh what do you think of a setting you know like the american revolution uh, i mean see there's some good ideas in it. Like this is just going to be my thing. Every time you ask me a question, it's going to be yeah, it's half good. And I think like the setting's a good idea in terms of like you've got the small cities building up. So you've got like Boston, New York City, and it's it's quite cool that you've got like that kind of new city getting built up. I think there's a lot of cool stuff there. But there's a lot of stuff like the the frontier itself, like the whole sort of open area, hmm. and I'm not a massive fan of like the climbing through the trees and the the stalking side of it. Like, I, I just feel like the Assassin's Creed games, they should stick, maybe it's unfair to say this, but they should stick to, like, the things that they're good at at this point, which <laughs> is, like, the, the rooftop one. Because I think, especially because I think 2012, was some other big games came out that was that did, like, the stealth a lot better. So for me, that was just kind of what I was at. I was like, I like the idea of this, the setting. It's a good setting. It's just, it makes it hard for Assassin's Creed. It's a bit like we chatted about Assassin's Creed 1, that it was like, yeah, um, there's a really good setting as well, but it doesn't give you that much gameplay. And I think I'd kind of say that for this as well. What about you? What do you think? So, like, same as you. Settings is great. Mm. You know, that's what I think as well. Setting is absolutely great. Like, you got the American Revolution. Like, everyone heard about it. The Boston Tea... What was it called? Boston Tea Party? Yeah. Tea Party, yep. Yeah. So, uh, I think that's a, like, a great idea. But just the execution mm. of the story feels numb. Yeah. You know? And one of the reasons why is the very, very poor voice acting. Horrible voice acting yeah. by everyone, especially Connor. Just, <laughs> I mean, Connor, 
He is like in this game. I mean, he hmm. is like Hayden Christensen of Assassin's Creed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you he's like, sand. Yeah, it, 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 yeah, I can imagine like gonna be like I don't like sand. <laughs> you know, uh, but you know like what I mean. Templars. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you you know what I mean. Like uh, the voice hmm. acting of him is like I think they were trying to make him. So edgy, you know, like this is yeah. not your granddaddy's assassin, you know, <laughs> like the type. <laughs> Look at him, he's got mohawk, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know, like character voice acting, I just didn't connect it much with it, mm. you know. Uh, but you know, when you when you mention underlying Templars, there's like this scene, this amazing scene. In this game, where do you remember when we talked last week when we recorded the first game? How the first game is like the tempers not might be that bad as we think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This game they build on it and you know put it on another level. Yeah, because Connor's dad is uh, he's a Templar, right? And there's like this scene between them. When they're talking, you know, what's their creed? Like, what's their purpose? Yeah, yeah. And what's better, if assassins assassins are Templars? And I would love to play the scene now, if you don't mind. Yep. Tell me something. Hmm? You could have killed me when we first met. What stayed your hand? Curiosity. Any other questions? What is it the Templars truly seek? Order. Purpose. Direction. No more than that. It's your lot that means to confound with this nonsense talk of freedom. Time was. The assassins professed a far more sensible goal. That of peace. Freedom is peace. Oh no. It's an invitation to chaos. Only look at this little revolution your friends have started. I have stood before the Continental Congress and listened to them stamp and shout. All in the name of liberty. But it is just noise. And this is why you favor Lee? He understands the needs of this would-be nation far better than the Jobanels who profess to represent it. <laughs> it seems your tongue has tasted sour grapes. The people have made their choice. And it was Washington. People chose nothing. It was done by a group of privileged cowards seeking only to enrich themselves. They convened in private and made a decision that would benefit them. Oh, they might have dressed it up with pretty words. That does not make it true. The only difference, Connor, the only difference between myself and those you aid is that I do not feign affection. The, uh, the, the thing is that they are both right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just this is what I applaud to Assassin's Creed 3, what they did very, very well. It's just like these, yeah. these scenes. It, just, it's, it's more in the game, I think. Where there's also and like a Conor, moment where Connor thinks about joining the Templars. Yeah, yeah. You know, this is more blurred in the in the Rogue, but we gotta talk about it yeah. later. One thing that I think they do quite well as well is obviously because you're doing the history and it's it's a, a war. It would be very easy to say all the Templars are British, all the assassins <laughs> are Americans. Let's go! But they actually put some Templars on the American side, which I think is quite good. It's, it's not just that that vague. It's like okay, General Lee is an American. Oh, he's on the American side, and he's a Templar, and it's stuff like that. I think is really clever. That I think they they could have been quite lazy, but they actually went quite risky and went. Nah, there's Americans that are on the the winning side of Templars and stuff. I think that's really a really good idea. No matter who wins, the Templars win anyway. Kind of thing. I think that's really clever. So yeah, I love that stuff. I love how he's saying like, you know, I uh, hate him. He said uh, they're fighting for the for order, you know, for peace. And Connor mm. said, I'm, "I'm fighting for the for the freedom." And you know, and Hayton's reply was like, "Freedom is just uh, it's just open door to the to the chaos." You know, like these yeah. things. You know, like both of them are right, and I I really love that. I really love that about this game. Yeah, I really like Hayton as a character, and I'm not gonna lie, I would prefer if Hayton was the main character, not Connor. If the game was about him, mm. not about Connor. Because you play as him like first three hours, right? And you think he's assassin, yeah. and it's like, oh, mind blowing! Like M Night Shyamalan, oh, he's a Templar, <laughs> actually. <laughs> so yeah. I've preferred those three 
first three hours when you're playing as, as Hatem. That was fun, I like that. <laughs> but in canon, I think like Connor, I think, what do you think? I think in canon that Connor is like the most deadliest assassin of them all. You know, because he, yeah, he, he is. Must be up there. He is like, I think he's like number one. Like He's totally crazy. Like he, he is portrayed as a killing <laughs> machine. And he is, you yeah. know. It would be better if it was better acted, you know. And I was just gonna say that the, the game shows you that as well. Like he's got so many weapons, like compared <laughs> yeah. to like like Etsy, for example, he's got like uh, he's got his dagger, a sword, and a bow sometimes. And it's like uh, Connor's got you know tomahawks, he's got traps, he's got bombs, he's got <laughs> guns, he's got the knives. Like this guy's a this guy's a, a one man army. It's insane. <laughs> <laughs> See, I said like the the story was numb, but the setup were actually good. You know when they set yeah. up, uh, what was it? the the beginning of the revenge? You know how O'Connor yeah. asked Lee, like, uh, "What's your name?" Oh, well, my name is Charles Lee. Why? So I can kill you in the future, and I love it. You know, <laughs> Charles Lee is such a prick in this game, and I love it. Like he is yeah. like a bad guy. He's not likable at all. No, which is a good thing. Yeah, that's perfect. It's just like so you just hate him as soon as you see him. Yeah. They just they play that perfectly. He's a weasel. <laughs> <laughs> and the ending. The ending was yeah. all, uh, good as well. You know, when, 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 I don't mean the epilogue. I'm going to talk about it later. But when, when they were like in the bar, you know, drinking. Yeah. And then you just stab him. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. I'm going to ask you, right? What do you think it was my mm-hmm. favorite part of, of this game? Um, actually, well, uh, my guess would be it was to do something to do with uh, ships, maybe <laughs> ship sailing. <laughs> the naval battles. Like I guess but... based on your yeah, yeah that based on your favorite game, <laughs> dude. Honestly, I remember playing Assassin's Creed Three, and I wanted to play just the naval battles because they were so brilliant. In the free. <laughs> that was before Black Flag, right? So Black Flag at that time yeah. didn't exist. This was everything. Like, those naval battles were absolutely great. Like, P- Pirates of the Caribbean style, you know, shooting the battles. Yeah. It was brilliant. I really loved that. Yeah. It's funny because this this game I've seen, it, like, they introduced a whole lot of stuff. Like, like the, the running up trees, but like you got like the crafting elements, you got the hunting side, and a lot of it doesn't work. And then the, the ships, everyone who's, who thinks about this game is like, the ships like that was like the big part that everyone just yeah. absolutely loved it and it was a risky thing they did to do it mm-hmm. but everyone it paid off because people loved it like it was so so good and also like the the stealth and combat was still same maybe the combat because yeah you know like connor is a maniac he's a one-man army like you said so like <laughs> when he's killing he's got like these cutscenes how it's like easily kill five people at the same time and the stealth, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the stealth is still same that's why I think like it changes after like Unity, like till this it was yeah. like the same. And what do you think about the modern time? Uh my this is the same. Every time you ask me this, I can't. I actually had to Google this one and go look it up because I couldn't even remember those modern time parts to this. Really? So yeah, I just I just don't care about Desmond and about the guy. I just. I forgot this thing happened, and I watched it. Usually, I was like, "Oh yeah," so it was better than it was the other games. But <laughs> it's just—I don't know, man. I just—I'm not here for the, the modern day stuff. I actually, I actually like it in this game, the modern time. Before, you, because yeah. you, you play as uh, as Desmond, and you were like in the cities, you know, doing like assassins, assassins yeah. stuff, like stealing some stuff from the vaults, and then at the end, you go to it the was... Abstergo, you know? Yeah. And fighting with the guards, I think that was actually done good. And I remember every time when I was in the mood, I was just explaining the vault, you know, and uh, talking with yeah, the yeah. Juno, whatever her name is. So I think that was all right. It was definitely the best one of the ones so far, but I'm just like, I'm not here for that. I just want to see pirates and American <laughs> Civil War, American Revolution. Oh, you know, I don't. Yeah, it just, you know, it was, it, it was good. It was the best one so far. Also, I very so we mentioned the ending, but mm. I really love the realistic epilogue. You mentioned it. You mentioned it before about the history, yeah. you know, because in history, uh, you can see a corner after the game. After they win the revolution, 
you see like Connor still see like people like slaves being sold out, you know, and yep. he is, you know, his uh, how you call it, the tribe was slaughtered by Americans and stuff like yep. that. You know, like it, it's it's hard stuff, and it, it's actually what actually happened. Yeah. I I I love that. It, I love they didn't went like the way like oh we are Americans and we are better than everyone else you know like yeah, after yeah, yeah, yeah. after British left we were better you know I love that they keep this in. Yeah. Uh, is there something you want to talk about Assassin's Creed Three? No, I think I think I've covered everything I want to say about it. It it was ambitious and it didn't all pay off, but it did give us the ships. So that's that's kind of <laughs> all I want to say about it. <laughs> Gee, uh, before we can move on, I just want to mention. Uh, the DLCs. Just mention them because we want to do yeah. a maybe do a separate episode about the DLCs and the movie. Yeah, I think that'd be a good idea. But you have to mention them. Tyranny of King Washington. Have you played? Yeah, I haven't played this one, but I went off and watched this one um, because it's so weird, and I had to I had to watch it. They're like, <laughs> what is going on with this? Because yeah, this is crazy. This one. Um, yeah, do you want to do you want to run down what it is? Because it. It's it's just weird. It's super <laughs> weird, you know. And do do you know that it it could actually happen? Like Washington actually could be a king, but he refused or something. Oh, really? That's what I heard. I don't know. Like I know I know shite about American <laughs> history. And also at the same time, Liberation was released, and it was first on PSP, yep. but later it was like on Liberation HD and it was put on on the consoles on the big ones. If you played that one, do yep. you know nothing about that one? Nothing about absolutely nothing about that one. <laughs> if it wasn't if it wasn't the main ones, I hadn't played it. I'm afraid. So nothing on the PSP. No, I, I just know that you play as Evelyn, whatever her name is. And there's like this mechanic, you know, where uh, you want, if you want to do stealth, you can change your clothes. Like you can be a noble woman or a slave or an assassin uh, yeah, outfit. Like you know, so that's if, clever. Yeah, I actually like it's it's different. You know what I mean? Uh, it's time to talk about Black Flag. <laughs> oh, well, just quickly before we do, if you haven't seen anything to do with the tyranny of King Washington, go go watch. Go watch on YouTube or go, like, go like, watch a Twitch stream of it because it's, it's mental. And I just I just really want to get across, this is so weird. Please go, like, it, it's so un-Assassin's Creed. Everything else is usually kind of normal. And then they went, oh my God, let's just go crazy. <laughs> it's very, very strange. Uh, so yeah, if you get a chance to go watch it, go watch it because it's just weird and a yeah, it's like alternate reality. And it's just it's yeah. very weird. You also have superpowers there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I mentioned that, but yeah, it's just the whole game's just like, oh fuck it, let's just go full on fantasy. Why not? <laughs> See, I think it's time to talk about Assassin's Creed Four. Yep. Yes. So we're gonna be here for long now. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's so piracy, you know? <laughs> so, okay. Assassin's Creed 4, my favorite of them all. You know, like, the reason why this game is absolutely amazing is the main character, Edward. Yeah. You know? And he's he's my favorite character. Like, Black Flag is my favorite game. Like, it's top three best games I ever played in my life and well, the reason why is Edward especially Edward uh, I'm gonna be such a fanboy right now but listen <laughs> to me you know so <laughs> uh, you know, b- before we gonna talk about the game and we need to talk about Edward first because he's so so different from the others character because like all this game is mainly about him. He, the game is like character character based, character driven. It's yep. not like a revenge story, you know, like oh they, he killed my dad. Oh no. You know? <laughs> <laughs> they killed my parents, they killed my mom, I'm gonna have a revenge. You know, it's different. <laughs> so like you know, Edward, he is not like Johnny Depp or Orlando Bloom, you know, but <laughs> he is cool. He's pretty cool. Yeah. You know, like, every story needs a good protagonist. And I think he's, like, one of them, one of the best protagonists ever. 
Definitely. You know, like I need to. I just gotta quickly, quickly repeat his story so I can talk okay. about his, about his personality. The thing is, like, he's not moved by like a revenge or something. Like I said before, he's moved by the money. He's he wants to be a famous. He wants to be rich. He, like he, he's himself. He said like, I want to have, I want to have a drink that would not taste like piss. You know. And so he, he decides to be a privateer. By that, he mean he's gonna have to abandon his wife, Caroline. So like he's a selfish prick. He's gonna left his wife, left his whole family to be a privateer. And that privateering change change into pirating. And one day he he attacked his crew, attacked the ship. And there was like this hooded character, you know, he jumped on his ship. Shit happened, and they were all marooned. That who the character was assassin, right? And yep. so, like, shit happened, and Edward has to kill him. So when he kills him, he reads his note, and I was like, "Oh, Mister Walpole," that was his name. And yep. it was like a note where you find out that this assassin was a traitor, and he betrayed the 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 assassin, and he wanted to hand out like things to the Templars, you know. And like in the, in the letter, it's like, "Oh, we're gonna pay you very well." Fuck me! I'm gonna take this. I'm gonna take his robes, and I'm gonna take the reward. So this is exactly what he did, you know. And so what I love about Edward is every time he's like with other characters, when he's alone, you can see that he's by himself, you know. Like, you know, oh, look at me, I'm Edward. But when he's in front of other characters, he's like. Oh, look at me, I'm Edward, I'm the coolest motherfucker ever. And he, he always puts like this face, and I love it so much. Uh, He's always like cocky in front of other people, you know? He's always like, nose up, you know, and look at me, I'm Edward, yeah. <laughs> I'm the best of them all. I love it so much because it's so human, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so he goes to the Havana, he meets with Templars. Again, shit happens, and he's gonna sell out <laughs> some assassins. And then he... He gets paid. It's not enough. So they gonna like beat him up and want to sell him out like a slave or whatever. And he escapes and he's got his own crew. And you know, and there's like, he's got like his own adventures in between as well. Yeah. Like, when he's helping like the other pirates and stuff like that. But I just love that he, he's willing to do everything, whatever needs to be done to reach his own goals. But that's a, yep. that's a good thing and a bad thing as, as well. Because he is determined to reach his goal, be famous and be rich, that he doesn't care that he's going to hurt other people. You know, he's like, just... He's a prick at the beginning of the game. That's a for a <laughs> reason, though. Yeah. So, he sails, you know, with, like, famous pirates, you know, like Blackbeard, and yeah. you got, like, uh, Calico Jack. J Jack Sparrow is inspired by him. So yeah, he's sailing like with the famous pirates like Blackbeard, Calico Jack, uh, James Kidd, you know. And the closer, the closer he is to the observatory, which is the thing Templars want, the more he yep. loses. So it's like, yeah. you know, like again, he wants to his, grab his own goal, but he doesn't care about the others, and the others die. They die horribly. They either yep. die, or they betray him. You know. There's like three characters who betray him. He just everywhere where he goes, he brings death and destruction. Because he's just thinking about himself. You know, and there's a point in the game where he <laughs> sorry. And there's a, a game in a point uh, there's a point in the game where he actually realizes, you know, like, oh maybe like uh shouldn't do that, you know, yeah. maybe I make some mistakes. Maybe this is all my fault. <laughs> maybe this is all my fault. I'm not, not sure though. <laughs> just maybe, maybe. Just maybe. <laughs> And after that, there's like this beautiful scene with with Adewale. I'm gonna mention him more. Like he deserves a mention. And I'm just gonna play the scene now, if that's okay. Yep, let's do it. Jesus, Ade, what the hell happened here? You happened here, Edward. The damage you caused six years ago has not been undone. I'm not an easy man to call a friend, am I? Is that why you're here? To fight beside a man so driven by personal gain and glory is a hard thing, Edward. And I have come to feel the assassins 
and their creed a more honorable course. Have I been unfair? No. For years I've been rushing around taking whatever I fancied, not giving a tinker's curse for those I hurt. And yet here I am, with riches and a reputation, feeling no wiser than when I left home. Yet when I turn around, look at the course I've run, there's not a man or woman that I love left standing beside me. Brilliant. Dude, what a touching scene, honestly. So, like, he realized, like, the money and the fame is for nothing if he's got no one to share it with. And he, and I love that he gets it. Like, he, he gets the money. You know, I mean, it's not like yeah. he, he does it, does it, does it, and he doesn't get it. He gets everything he wants, and he's like, what the hell did I do? Oh, that thought was brilliant. It's such great writing. It's natural. That's the thing. Edward yes. is the most human character in Assassin's Creed till this, uh, till the, till that day. Because I think that changes in yep. different games, which is also my favorite. But yeah, like the evolution from a prick to the redeemable person, <laughs> I absolutely love it. There's always there was always like a good in him, you know. But he didn't yeah. show it. Like I said, he always put the face when he was talking to other people. Like the badass yeah. Edward, he is badass though. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, so like he decides. They, uh, what actually the observer can do and how he can harm to other people. So he wants to redeem himself. He wants to fix all the mistakes he ever did. So yep. he starts helping, helping assassins. And you know, there's like this, you know, you can call it a montage or whatever, when he's like fixing all his mistakes, you know, like <laughs> hunting other Templars, you know, trying to fix what, he do- what he's done. And then like this, there's like this final battle between like the Grand Templar, which is actually again, which is not actually a bad guy. Like I don't think he's like a bad, yeah, bad, yeah. bad guy. What's his name? Torres. No, Governor Torres. He's just yeah. doing his stuff, you know. Again, yeah. they don't betray him like he is the main baddie. No, he's just a guy yeah. who stands between Edward's goal and Edward. Yep. So there's like this beautiful scene after he kill him. The Grandmaster Torres, he told him, Edward, I had to applaud you how you change. You know, he <laughs> said he says like this yeah, new this even new the bad guys are recognizing yeah. it. <laughs> this new clip was like, dude, perfect. Like, I love how you change. <laughs> D- <laughs> be be like this. Never change. Be still like this, how you are now. It's absolutely yeah. brilliant. That's what he told him. Not exactly like word one by word, but yeah, yeah. you know, but even the main villain is like my man <laughs> my man well done and the, the ending scene I'm always crying I always cry mm-hmm. because like it's in a moment where Edward's got no one absolutely no yep. one and he's the assassin master asked him like if he wants to join his course and he was like no I need to fix my mistakes back home in Wales and he receives the letter yeah. We don't know what what it says. Like he doesn't read it like loudly, but we can like, you know, like think what's actually happened together. Piece yep. it together, and then you got the beautiful ending scene when you see Edward, uh, standing at the at the shore talking to Anne Anne Bonnet. No, not Bonnet. Fuck, what's her name again? Bonnie. Anne Bonnie. Yeah, Anne Bonnie. And they have like this talk. You don't know what they're talking about, you know. Again, you piecing the the yeah. the things together, and now like someone screams like the ship is coming, and you see the Edward's face, like the animation is perfect. How you just stand up, you know. His face is like like yeah. you know he's scared. He's like totally he's not cool. Scared. He's no longer he's no longer the cool badass. No, <laughs> he, he is human. He's frightened. Yeah, he's yeah. frightened. And then, then Anne Bonnie says, like, if you're gonna stay at one place, you're gonna be great father too. And then start yeah. singing like the parting glass. And you just go to the ship. He, he pick up the flower and you see his daughter. Yeah. And ending. Beautiful. It's abs- I always cry. It's so beautiful. <laughs> and then it, it's just if you finish a game, and that game makes you stop for a second and think what you experience. That means like yeah. they did a good job, and this is what happened to me. 
Like I had to stop yeah. and think about what I just saw, what I just experienced. <laughs> Beautiful man. <sighs> it's 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 something else, and it it's so good because it's not like it's not like Ezio's story. It's not like some of the other guys' stories. Where it's like you were always destined to be an assassin. It's this guy's a bad person with that little flame of good in it. It's not like the other guys are all the good people and they do bad things by accident. It's all this guy's like he's a, he's there's good somewhere down there and he doesn't know it and it it, mm. it just. You see it like, like you said, see him figuring that out. That scene that you played, him figuring out, like he's starting to realize that there's consequences. And then, yeah, the fact he gets, the fact he gets a happy-ish ending, mm-hmm. like it's not a good ending. He's not like he's not surrounded by friends and all the party, but he has this one chance. And it's like you've learned a lot. Don't fuck this up, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that's really nice. It's not, you know, what I mean, it's not like he ends the the game with like. I didn't learn my lesson because I won everything. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. It's 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 a it's a sad ending, but it's 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 there's a bit of happiness in there, and I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's absolutely beautiful. And did you know? Just yeah. a side note, just a funny funny note. Did you know that the the character Edward is from Wales, right? Was the capital of mm-hmm. Wales again? Cardiff. See the Cardiff, or uh, maybe. Okay, I'm not I'm sure. Sure. I think I've got that wrong. I think it's like New, I think it's like Newport or something weird. It's not. Is it Cardiff? I can't remember. Doesn't matter. Let's say it was Cardiff, all right? Edward was yeah. like, born like a character was born and raised in Cardiff. But what's interesting, the voice actor who played him was also born and raised in Cardiff, like in the same town. Edward it is Cardiff. Double check. So that's amazing. That's absolutely amazing. That's why he played him so well, uh-huh. because he basically played himself. Yeah. Like like I said, Edward, that was funny. It, it's awesome that he's a character. He's he's a human, you know? And I absolutely love it. Yeah. And you know like how he says, like, oh no, I don't want this. I I want I want the walls that are gonna hold the wind. I want to drink I want to drink uh something that doesn't taste like piss, and I want to have a proper <laughs> food. So I'm gonna move yeah. and go. It reminds you of someone? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Can't think of anyone that's done that, Jan. No. <laughs> <laughs> but um, just want to. If, if if you if you're talking about yourself, Jan, you did move to Scotland or up. Like a lot of our beer does taste like piss. So you mean no? Go <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, I love tenant. Yeah. So I just want to talk about like Adevale for a second because Adevale is another human character yeah you know he doesn't feel like an npc adevale you know he doesn't feel mm. like just another character in the edward story he exists like his own entity you know yeah and they just became big friends with edward because they have like a similar story you know uh adevale is also like a perfect written character who is human uh then like another amazing Amazing characters are like Blackbeard. I think like everyone was talking yeah, about yeah, him yeah. a lot. It's... Yeah. And then Bonnet. You know, like the the, the wee yep. fatty guy. You know which one is it? Did you say Anne Bonnie? Yeah. No, no, Bonnet. The other guy. Uh, when oh, you meet him in the beginning. When when, uh, when you like rescue him from the from the Spanish guys. Yeah, uh, yeah, in yeah. the beginning. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like this is another beautiful scene between those two. And he says to Edward, you know, like, yeah, I'm a pirate now, and it's awesome. Yeah, I'm rich. <laughs> but do you know what's the best thing that ever happened in my life? That I met you, Edward, or something like that. And it's so beautiful, you know, like, yeah, the money and the riches, like, they can't uh, make me feel better as your friendship or something like that. And it's yeah. like foreshadow- foreshadowing the, the ending, you know. Um, yeah, something they tease out quite a lot in the game is like you've got all this, like everyone's doing the same thing. They're all like getting this money. What does it lead them to? And I think that's brilliant. Yeah, even Blackbeard when he died, he was screaming like, "If if 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 we live in a world without gold, we will be heroes." You know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, and then Anne Bonnie, when you mentioned her, <laughs> yep, beautiful. I do. <laughs> the, What's amazing about her is that she's got the same story as Edward, but tells like different way. 
same as well. She moved, you know, to be like uh, rich yep. and whatever. And she also lost everything. That's why she joined Edward because they have like the same, you know, they're like same in that way. So like those two characters fit so well. Even Edward asked her in the yeah. end scene if he wants to go with her. Uh, sorry, if, if she wants to go with him to England. You know, she was like, oh, yeah. England is a bad place for Irish women and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. She's not wrong. But <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, the game looks good. Yep. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's it's a beautiful game. Like They obviously spent a lot of time, like, researching that area. It's something they, they do for all the games. But, like, you can tell they spent a long time designing and, like, getting everything to look perfect. You know what I mean? It, it's a great-looking game. And also, like... The after-death scenes as well helps a lot. Again, not like yeah. the Ezio trilogy, where I think it like lost the the purpose. It was like there because it has to be. But here, it's yeah, like, yeah. again, it's like, there's like these scenes between, oh, you killed me. For what? For money? How dare you? <laughs> you know, like, these scenes are there. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> you're not even an assassin. You're just a prick <laughs> who wants yeah, money. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, like, you know like these scenes are absolutely amazing and what I also love are the, the four pistols you know those weapons yeah. it's got the four of them you can you can kill like whole whole crew just with those four <laughs> pistols it's amazing and... that's like historically accurate as well which makes it even funnier like that's that was a real thing that pirates did <laughs> so that makes it even better for me it's just like yeah of course he has four pistols <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about the open world sorry I had to ask later <laughs> I know, that was like the worst timing. It's good. Like, it, they you got mentioned like the pirating. Like, that's like the, the big part for me. Like, they, they could have gone for like, um, could have done like Assassin's Creed 3 and did a lot of like wilderness, but they didn't. They co- they went for like Nassau. You got Nassau there, obviously. I think they've done a lot of good stuff with it. Like, you've got um, the sailing aspect. I think, yeah. Um, <laughs> so I don't really know what to say about it. Um, it's good. Um, it's not Rome. But, <laughs> but they've done I think they went for a totally different slant on it like they went for the new world and I think it, I think it was a good idea I've, I think the open world is absolutely amazing I remember for, when I played for the first time and it's like after you escape the hurricane you know after you escape with your ship yeah. and there's like oh you can stop at every island you want without a loading yeah. screen without a fucking uh, loading screen uh, uh, I, I don't think I actually played the main part of the game for about 10 hours. Like, I was just like, drop off here, have yeah. a look, stop here, have a look, stop here. Like, every actually, single one. And it's, it's fun, you know? Like, it's fun to explore yeah. other islands, you know, and hunt the animals in yeah. there. It's, 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 it's brilliant. And also, like, what's also brilliant, yeah, really and what was groundbreaking at that time, is that, you know, when you're, uh, like, boarding a ship, there is no loading screen in between. Yeah. No, they, it was an incredible feat of technology to pull off what they did. That yeah. game, like, the, the, the open world is massive for that. Yeah. No loading screen. Like, you can go to the, this island, you can go to this island. There's a yep. loading screen when you go to the town, you know? Yeah. When you're, like, like what was it, Kingston and uh, uh, Havana. Also, like, I love how they make every town feel different. Like... Yeah. You know, like, go to Havana, you can hear, like, Spanish everywhere. You know, then you go to Kingston yeah, and right. British, you know, English everywhere. And then you go to, what was it, Principe? Princi- Principe? And you hear, like, Portuguese everywhere. It's all amazing. Yeah. I just, I just <laughs> want to say, yeah, no, I totally agree. And I think, I was not saying before, like, they took a bit of time to, like, let's make all these settings different. Let's try, like, they obviously researched it and tried to figure out what, what mm. they're going to see in here. And I think they... It's so it's so immersive for that. Like they did make a point of like, let's try, try show people that like the pirates because there's a lot of like really true to life stuff here, and a lot does try and make people realize how diverse the pirates were. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. just like everyone's not talking like, yeah, Jim lad, here's a, here's a tuppence, get me a beer. You know, what I mean? it's not shit like that. It's it's proper like it's proper good piracy stuff. It, it, it's I don't know if you've ever seen the show, uh, Black Sails, which is like quite a real it's like sort of like game of thrones but for pirates and like there's a lot of similarities between that show and this this game i think and the way they both try they make it realistic without making it sad <laughs> which i think <laughs> is a danger you know for pirate stuff um but no just yeah 
the fact that the, they've got weather as well. <laughs> like, I know that I think Assassin's Creed 3 had weather off the top of my head. I had like snow and stuff, but like it just adds so much more when the rain comes in or wind comes in and stuff. It's like, oh, it's just. Even you, the when ship you have, combat, they took it from Assassin's Creed 3 and just took it to the next level. Then you have like a naval battle in the middle of the hurricane. Yeah, it's like yeah. straight from Paris yeah, to the Caribbean. Yeah. <laughs> that's so cinematic. It's awesome. Brilliant. But, but I think that made like this game successful was like Black Flag. Basically, Black Flag took everything that made Assassin's Creed a game and they just flipped it on its head. You know, like instead yeah. of parkour, they put ships. You know, instead of stealth, yeah. they put more action in it. Instead of a revenge story, they made, like, a character-driven, you know? And, uh, yeah, before we gotta go to Rogue, have you... Do you know Freedom Cry? Have you seen it? Have you played it? I haven't actually played it. Um, I didn't know this existed until you asked me about it. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got a wee quick, wee quick story. I basically stopped playing games after Black Flag for a long time. Like mm. I, I was at uni and I was uh, I moved house a lot and stuff, so I was kind of like between games and like between stuff. So this is basically the end of my gaming career for a couple of years. So yeah, I'm afraid you're on uh, you're on your own for the next couple of wee bits. So uh, <laughs> no, I haven't played Freedom Cry. Tell me about it. <laughs> so it's basically where you play as as Adevale because lots of people. Adewale made a big impression between fans. They yeah. actually really liked Adewale. For me, I really love the character. Don't get me wrong. I really love the character. I love him in Rogue. I love him in, in this game. I love him in Freedom Cry. But it's like, I don't see him as a main character. You know? Yeah. Like, I see him as a supporting character. Like, if it, if it was a movie, he won, he would want an Oscar for a supporting character. You know what I mean? But uh, I, I don't think he, <laughs> I don't think he works as as a main character. I don't know. It just doesn't no, click too for much. Me, it's, you know, sometimes sometimes you think you want, yeah, it's like think you want something and you, and you don't you don't actually want it when you get it. <laughs> but I think I'm just only <laughs> one. Like Edward. <laughs> I think I'm the only one who thinks that because I what I wrote on the what I heard and on, in the internet is like everyone love it. Everyone wanted more games okay. with Adewale. But I just think it's like Jake yeah. Sparrow, you know, like he's great supporting character, but as a main character, yeah, it's weird. The more you put, yeah, the more you put him up front, the less interesting it is. So, do you want to mention quickly something about about uh, Black Flag before we gonna move on? I do actually one thing, and I think there's a weird point in history here for uh-huh. me, Assassin's Creed wise, where there's two directions you can go now. They've proven that you can do something totally weird and it and it works. You know what I mean? They they went like you said. They flipped the whole game. And just went uh pirates, and let's get rid of the core mechanics and let's bring in ships. And there's a weird point in history where they can go left or right here, and they can either go like let's keep making crazy games and let's every time let's change it up a bit and let's let's keep the core assassins in there, but let's make a game um, and let's change the core concept. You know what I mean? So like next time we'll do um, I don't know. Next time we'll do uh, Ancient Scotland and the core mechanic's going to be sword fighting. You know what I mean? They'll get a really intense sword fight mechanic. Or let's do um, the Cold War and the core mechanic can be sniping. I don't know. They've got this chance to really do something where they like they change the core of it and build the world around it. Or they can go back to like, let's just keep it safe and do Assassin's Creed again and again. And I feel like this is where they... they should. Well, the lesson they should have learned from Black Flag was... People want different stuff. People like people are ready to play exciting stories with exciting game. Not it doesn't matter that it was a ship. The pirate ship isn't the point. The point is it's fun. You know what I mean? And I feel like they they learned the wrong lesson. And I think like we're gonna talk about Rogue and the the failed reboot coming up. And I think the lesson for a lot of these games is yeah, you could you could have tried something new. You didn't. <laughs> Black Flag wasn't successful because it's a pirate game. It's successful because it's a great game. Um. So yeah, that's kind of that was kind of my, my whole big spiel about that. So yeah, basically, I wish they'd kept going and like kept getting crazier and kept trying new crazy stuff. Yeah, oh, uh, for me it's like I think this was like a peak of Assassin's Creed because since then, yeah. like every Assassin's Creed game had to have like a like a ship. You know, even now you have Odyssey and Valhalla. They both have ships. You know, like the, yeah. the ship mechanics a little bit different though, but it's like still like, and it was so successful that. Even now, Ubisoft are making like their own IP, like a different IP, which is like yeah, pirate yeah. game. <laughs> pirate game, which is basically <laughs> yeah. Black Flag, just the game. Have you played? The, have you saw like the gameplay? It's just basically Black I was, Flag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did notice. I was like, 
I looked awfully familiar that game. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I think we have to move on. Yep. Unfortunately, we could talk about this <laughs> game whole day. I could talk about this <laughs> game whole day. My favorite scenes and moments. But <laughs> we have to go go on. But hey, you gotta talk about Assassin's Creed or Rogue. So, Assassin's Creed Rogue, I think that this is the most underrated game of them all. Like, okay, it's actually the thing about Rogue. It's like it was, it's, it's so, it flew so under the radar, you know, because it was so overshadowed yeah. by Unity. Because they, like, yeah, really I, I want to quickly talk about this. Yeah, yeah. I want to talk about this. So I, as I said, I, I kind of got out of games at this point. I wasn't playing much, and you mentioned this game to me, and I was like. Was it on the PSP? I genuinely didn't know this game existed. Uh-huh, uh, yeah. this, this is how under the radar it was, and I, I couldn't believe it. I was on Wikipedia and I was like, Rogue came out November, whatever it was, 20, uh, 2014. Unity came out the exact same day, and I was like, I do not, but I couldn't get my head on it. I was, I was like, messaging you, like, I think Wikipedia's broken. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I just, like, no wonder it flew under the radar because I didn't even know this game existed. I knew. I had heard of a game where you play as a Templar, which I think is what this game is. Yeah. But I didn't know this game existed until I started researching this, and yeah, I was, I was incredible. I was surprised. Yeah, I have to tell you, the what I'm gonna tell you later about this game will blow your mind. What I think, because if you haven't yeah. played, you haven't seen the ending, right? You haven't seen the ending of Rogue. Nope. You, you yeah, absolutely gonna nothing. get your mind blown, but we're gonna get to that later. Just talk quickly. <laughs> I think it's a very underrated game, a very forgotten game. Like you said, you didn't even know it was released. But I actually played before nope. Unity, because yeah, I was one of oh, those okay. kids who yeah. didn't have PS4. I had Xbox 360, and I had to play. I, yep. wanted, I wanted to play New Assassin, so I played the Rogue. It's so nice for of Ubisoft, you know. Like, hey, we have fans on the old console. Let's make a game for them. It's gonna be a yeah, smaller budget, but we can do that. And they did. And because of the smaller budget, you know, it feels like a, more like a DLC to the Black Flag. Because, like, yeah. the gameplay, the ship stuff is still same. It's completely same. There's, like, more new mechanic that instead of you boarding ships, ships board you. And uh, the assassins board, are boarding you, you know? Yeah, yeah. And there's, like, when you shoot, like, a, you know, like, a, like a glacier... It's gonna make like a like a wave, you know, and it's gonna like sink Kill, the other yeah. ships. But Shay Cormac, Shay Patrick Cormac, that's the main character of this game. The thing about him, he is like, he isn't Edward, you know, he isn't like Ezio, he isn't like extremely likable. But you feel mm. for him, you know, you got sympathize, sympathize, yeah, sympathize. Yeah, it, like, sympathize with him. Because, like, you know that he betrays assassins and he's become a Templar, right? But it's a good reason yep. why. It's not like, you know, like, I don't want to be Templar now. It's got, like, the... <laughs> I feel like it. <laughs> I don't like it anymore. It's got, like, its own reason. And it's, like, explainable. Okay. It's very, very good reason also. Like, I think if we were at his place, people do the same. So mm. it's, like, the story is that he, you know, from the beginning... She is like question the creed because everyone is a prick to him. Absolutely, and I'm not. I'm not kidding. People are punching him to the face. Uh, he, he's just Jan. Oh. Jan. Everything's permitted. That's the <laughs> that's the assassin's that's the creed. So if I were to bully you, everything's permitted. <laughs> Don't <laughs> he signed up for this? <laughs> I, I'm gonna get to that later because it's, it actually has a good point. But uh, so like everyone is a prick. And it's it, it's between Assassin's Creed three and four, you know. Okay. So it's like it's like the missing link between those two games, and sure. it, it's also okay. I will tell you later what uh, what also as well because it's it's got connections to Unity as well. Okay. So yeah, it's got like it's like the missing link, you know, between three and four, 
And that's why you meet like the characters from Black Flag, you meet characters from Assassin's Creed 3. Oh, that's cool. So everyone is a prick to Shay. And then uh there's a disaster what Assassin's caused. It was like an earthquake of Lisbon. And like okay. thousands of people they, they die. And the Assassin just didn't care. You know? It's like and they knew this is gonna happen, and they sent him there anyway, you know? So he right. wa- he want to and they he Shay knew that he wanted to do it again in a different town. It happens for the fir- for the third time before it was Haiti, before it was some different town. So he wanted to prevent to that happen again. And uh, there's like this scene that happened. I'm gonna play right now, and it's after Shay came back from Lisbon from the from the earthquake. So what's the next city you want me to smite? What happened in Haiti happened in Portugal. A great earthquake. Thousands dead thanks to your damned manuscript. This cannot be. Jay, a person cannot start an earthquake. A person meddling with these precursor machines could. You saw the box, Hope. The temple was filled to bursting with that kind of power. You made me slaughter innocents. How dare you? You defend him? Achilles sent me in there like Machandal sent his man in Haiti. What the hell's going on? Stop this! The operation was delicate. Perhaps you... You are shifting the earth itself. Who are you to decide what city falls next? Get him out of here. And see how, how they uh, like how they act to him. Like, you know, like those are pe- those people are pricks. Uh, uh, so they don't like, oh man, that was terrible. It was an accident. They're just like, that happened. <laughs> so what he's doing, like the manuscript, what he was talking about, he tried to steal that, you know? But not because of Templars. No, no, no. He wants to steal it to prevent it to happen again. And they didn't even let him explain. They just, you're a traitor, we're going to kill you now. <laughs> and there's a chase, and he would rather die. You know, he's like, there's a scene that was like on a cliff. And, and he would rather die to then give them the manuscript, and that happens again. So they fuck shoot him. It's like, fuck you, then. And so, it, so he's, like, basically dead. And then Templars took him in, you know, and they took care of him. They, like, you know... Then he was, like, ad- addicted to the alcohol or something like that. They helped him, like, from the addiction, you know? And so he was like, you guys were very kind to me. And, uh, you know? And then... It's, it's a good strategy to recruit people. If you want to recruit <laughs> someone, be nice. But it's also... <laughs> it's, it's, like, natural, you know? It's not, like, forced. Yeah. You're like, you're gonna be Templar now. No, and he's not like okay. I'm gonna kill assassins now. No, he's like yeah, yeah. because the reason, another reason why he joined the Templars was, you know, are you talk about the creed, you know, all the all the code, all of them, like mm. stay your blade from the flesh of the innocent. They broke all of them. And there's another reason yeah. why he joined the Templars, you know. And these assassins are very very bad. Like they like conquering New York, you know. They have like their flags everywhere. They are actually being like very mean. So I was just gonna I was just gonna ask, so from you you're like you're playing as a Templar, what does that mean for the actual game? Like are you how does that change like what you're playing? It's like the assassins are hunting you all this time. Oh okay. So you go to the town and it happens that some assassin's gonna like, you know, from from the roof jump on you, you know, with a hidden blade. Ah. Even if if you're on That's a crazy. boat, you know, they're gonna board you, yeah. like a gang of assassins gonna try to kill you and you have to protect your crew. <laughs> It's actually really definitely good. the bad guys then. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I love, you know, like mm. back to the Ezio trilogy is like clearly assassins, good guys, Templars, bad guys. But this Kenway yeah. trilogy, it's like again, it's flip it on its head, you know. And Kenway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hayden Kenway is actually your boss in this game, so like you mm. travel with him and you're together, you know. And once Adevale, you know, from Black Flag, go hunt too. And there's like oh, this, really cool. So there's like this beautiful scene. Actually, Shay Cormac is like the one who killed him. So that you actually yeah. kill Adevala in the game. It's very, it's, fun. it's very awesome. And there's like this awesome oh, no, scene. Yeah. There's like this awesome scene between Hayden and Adevala. They're talking about Edward. You know, and I'm ah. because I'm a huge, you know, like black flag mark. I was yeah. like, holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. It's really cool that they actually. Um, tied the games together yeah. because I felt like with Revelations they tried to do the same thing where they're like Assassin's Creed one and two and they but they're five hundred years apart like you know what <laughs> I mean the only way they can tie it together is that 
they find his bones. But this this is actually writing the story in such a way that they can actually tie the two of them together because they're only so many years apart. That's really good. That's really good writing. Yeah, I think they did a very good job by tying those two games as well. Mm-hmm. There's like also this this moment where you know the Achilles, the one who trains Connor. He's like the yep. bad guy of this game, right? And like the <laughs> game ends by Hatem shooting his leg. You know how he's lumping. So the game ends by oh. Hatem shooting his leg. So basically, he shoot a guy who's gonna train his son <laughs> to be an assassin. You know, the gameplay is that's fun. Still same, but the like I said, the assassins, mm. and you can always like you hear like the whispers because you're, you're still an assassin. You know, you just join the Templars, yep. and you always hear like the the whispers. You know, of them like coming to you. It's like you know something like that, and you're like, oh shit, they're gonna, <laughs> they're gonna maybe be around the corner. So there's always like, and you can kill innocent people. It doesn't. It doesn't get oh, the really? desynchronizations. But what happens is that's wild. Yeah, do you remember in Black Flag when you broke the law, <laughs> there was like these hunters hunting you, like these ships. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this is what happens here, but it's like these mercenaries that can't be killed, and they're gonna hunt. It's fun because it's the ch- they're gonna chase you like all That's over the fun. map. It's actually pretty fun, and they're gonna try to board you. <laughs> when you're... Um, different things as, as well, like instead of Caribbean, it's like the North America, you know, like the 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 icebreakers and stuff yep. like that. And like these, like river valleys, valleys, you know, like uh, Canada and you know, like New York around New York stuff, stuff like that. Before New York was, you know, like a huge town, city. Sorry. <laughs> so yeah, do you think you're gonna try the game? Yeah, I, funnily enough, I actually messaged you about this because um, I was looking up the game. Turns out, um, Black Flag and Rogue got released as a double pack on the Switch. So I think I might pick the two of them up and give them yeah, a wee. Yeah. Are we are we run through? It's no. been a while since I played Black Flag. I said it was pretty much the last game I played, and um, back in twenty fourteen. And then yeah, I, just, I didn't even know this game came out. So the fact that out in the Switch now, I might I might pick them up and give it a wee give it a wee bash. I know this is not going to shock you, but I'm playing Black Flag every year. <laughs> <laughs> so every year it's like, oh, it's time for Black it's Flag time again. For Black Flag. <laughs> it's that time of the year. <laughs> no, but I would love to play Rogue again. Uh, I don't think it's a bad game. I think it's better than Unity. Way better than Unity. Mm. Speaking of Unity, there's a reason why it was mm. it was released at the same day. Not because of the old and new okay. generation, but the Rogue is also tying to the to the Unity. Hey, okay. Do you remember the the first scene in Unity, like the beginning? When you're like a VR, no? I also I also never played I also never played Unity either. So well, you never played Unity. All right, in, the, in that case, <laughs> you know the game starts by it doesn't have like a huge effect on a Unity game, so it's not like a spoiler. Mm. It's just something okay. what happened, you know. Uh, so like, Arno is visiting uh, like a uh, in Paris the the big palace, uh, how it's called? I don't remember. Before the revolution, of course. And uh, so he's there with his father, and then he left for a second, and his father get killed. That's how, that's how <laughs> you know the unity starts. You playing as a V Arno, yep. you're Frenchman with English accent. Just saying. Uh, <laughs> so you like you leave and you come back and you see your father dead, and then the story of unity starts. But I, hey. but Rogue ends by you killing Arno's father. So Shay is the ah. person who kills Arno's father. But That's pretty clever. Yeah, it's brilliant. So Rogue ends there where Unity starts. So it's like tying That's it together. That's really clever. Yeah. They, also, managed, so they managed to tie three, three ga- four games together, yeah. basically, in that one game. That's... that's- that's some pretty swish writing. Hold on, lads. <laughs> the, but the problem is, it's not never mentioned again. Like, Arno never is like. <laughs> I, I don't want to spoil like the story oh. of Unity. I don't. I don't even know if you're gonna play it. I don't think you should. To we'll, be we'll, honest, we'll chat about it next time. Yeah, we'll, we'll chat about it next time. Yeah, but it's never mentioned again. That's the, 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 it bothers That's me. Fun. And she will never come back in Unity. <laughs> why? Why would it be oh. awesome being as Arno hunting Shay? That would be brilliant. Yeah, you know, they would you tie the more, game and then you're hunting the next one. That would be absolutely. It's actually quite a. It's quite a fun story of like, violence makes more violence going on there as well. You know what I mean? Like, 
you've got Achilles in there getting shot by one of the other guys. You've got uh, he, but then he trains the son that goes on to kill the dad. You know, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a whole loop that's really exciting. And then like you say, Shay killing Arno's dad, and then Arno hunt. Like you know, what I mean, they could do like a little bit. Yeah, that's a shame they, they they didn't they didn't figure that out. But it's a really fun fun thing there. Of violence makes more violence. You know, what mm-hmm. I mean, there's, you can't solve violence with violence. But it's brilliant. If you haven't played, I would That's recommend. Fun. I would recommend to everyone to play Broke, especially if you like AC4 because it's like basically like a DLC. Mm. But it's awesome DLC. It's very awesome DLC. And yeah, that's everything. We can we can yeah. talk about Unity. Well, you, can, you can pick it up on. Yeah, we'll talk about that next time. But yeah. um, I was just gonna say before we move on, you can pick up Rogue on the PlayStation Three, the 360, PC, yeah. PS4, and Xbox One. Have it now, and yeah, the Switch is part of that double pack. So. There's no way, there's no no excuse for not playing it. You can play it at every console. <laughs> Give it a try. I think you're going to like it. I really like it. I would wish I could play it again, but I don't have the game now. I actually borrowed it from my cousin. So, <laughs> oh, <yeah>. I would <laughs> recommend 100%. I would even recommend the Freedom Cry, all the DLCs we talk about. We got. We, we should maybe talk about them again. We are not sure. Maybe we're going to make a fifth episode. But from now on, we're going to take a break from Assassin's Creed for a second because <laughs> past two it was just Assassin's Creed nothing else for me especially I don't know how about you Craig but yeah so we're gonna take a break watch some movies in between <laughs> and then we're gonna continue with, with AC Unity to Revelation sorry Syndicate and then yep. Origins till Valhalla so, I definitely need a break before we chat about Syndicate. So, <laughs> oh. spoiler for when we get to talk about it. I need a break before we talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I think both of us need to break. I need to break for Unity. I re- I remember that the game bre- break my mental mental health. Yeah, I, re- I was so pissed off about the game. I remember. No, no, I was... right, hold it, hold it, hold it. All right, let's leave it for the next time. Leave it, leave it, leave it for next time. <laughs> All right. Do you want to do the outro? Yeah, well, thank you everyone for listening. Um, hope you've enjoyed our romp through the, the highs of Assassin's Creed. Um, Black Flag. This is the, third, the second trilogy. Black Flag mainly. <laughs> um, and yeah, make sure you check us out on social media. You can get us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye.